What's up, listeners? Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Not Just a Phase. This is season two, episode four. You can catch us online at notjustaphase.net or on Instagram at notjustaphase worldwide. And today our mic is going to North Cow. <laughs> Mission failed. We'll get them next time. Today our mic is going to North Carolina. And I get the privilege of speaking with the band Fake Eyes. Fake Eyes writes massive slow jams that sound as pretty as they do powerful. They've been around since 2018, doing their thing very under the radar. And their most recent release, A Drip Is All We Know, was released on July 22nd, 2020 through New Morality Zine. And it's just too damn catchy. If you haven't heard this band yet, you've been fucking up. But we're going to change that right now. So check this out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right cool <laughs> it feels it does feel kind of dumb but i'll do it <laughs> see it's so cheesy <laughs> yeah it's i get it though it sounds cool when you when it's played back yeah all it right. sounds cool all right <sighs> <laughs> all right grant if i can't do it are you my backup <laughs> <laughs> all right this <clears throat> uh Hey, this is Paul from Fake. <laughs> All right. Hey, this is Paul from Fake Eyes. This song's called Illuminate, and you're listening to Not Just a Phase. Yeah. I think I giggled at the end. But <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. All right.
awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. How are you guys feeling? Feeling Good. great. Good. Good now. Good now. Good now. So for the listeners who don't know your voices, do you guys mind just stating your name and what role it is that you play in Fake Eyes? Um, I'm Paul and I sing and play guitar. And I'm Grant and I play guitar. Awesome. And did you guys by any chance check out the show before agreeing to talk with us today? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I listened to a few episodes, actually. Yeah, I, I did like, too. I like the question format and some of the, some of the sillier questions were, were cool. Hey, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So normally, uh, if you've heard the show, we always start off by asking how you guys got into punk rock. So like before Fake Eyes, before all the fame and glory, how'd you guys first get introduced to the punk rock thing? Uh, okay, I'll go first. Uh, yeah, the ve- uh, that's my tea timer. Oh, good. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, first time I got into punk, first punk thing I ever heard was, uh, I think, Dookie. Um, I found my dad had like the cassette from the nineties and I found it once um, when I was a kid, it was like, I found it around the time American idiot came out. I had heard like some of the popular songs from that record, just like on the radio and stuff. But uh, I, I, I didn't really get it yet or whatever, but uh, yeah, I found the Dookie cassette, listened to that. And I really, really dug that and, you know, got into a bunch of stuff from that you know that stems out of that basically and how how old are you guys i'm 25 oh, okay and i'm uh i'm about to be 28 in like a month okay okay so i just look really old in comparison you guys are aging really well okay so <laughs> how did you get into this thing grant how'd you first get exposed to punk music uh so i i think the first time i ever like was even introduced to the concept was probably like as a child watching like School of Rock. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I remember Freddie, Freddie Jones uh, rolling up his, his sleeves and spiking his hair and shit. Um, R.I.P. I think uh, the first like record that got me on was probably Idiot. Um, I think I was in like fourth grade and asked for a CD for Christmas one year. Um, and I don't know, the rest is history. Blink-182 was a big, like, starting, you know, get my feet wet punk band for me, or, you know, so to speak. Yeah, I feel like they were a big starter for a lot of people. I get that a lot. I haven't been, I haven't gotten School of Rock yet, which is fantastic, because I fucking love that movie. Um, when the yeah, amps yeah. fall over, in one of the scenes, the Marshall stack falls over, but it doesn't break apart for whatever reason. And I was watching it with my friend. And I was like, why didn't the amp break apart when it fell over? That's really shitty. They should have, like, it's obviously fake, right? My buddy looked at me. He's like, it's probably solid state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Terrible joke. So how did you guys all meet and form this lovely band? <laughs> right. Uh, you, 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 you tell the story, Grant. All right. Uh, so, gosh. So, 
Paul and I, this is not our first band together, the two of us. Um, so for us, what are the bands? Um, none that you would, none that anyone would consider <laughs> event. Uh, but I think our first band together started at what, like the end of 2012 or like beginning of 2013? Somewhere around there, I think. Um, but we actually met because, let's see, I had just moved to the Carolinas um, and I was like right out of high school. So I didn't have any way of like making friends yet or like meeting other musicians. So I just got on like the Craigslist musicians forum and was like looking at people's ads on there. And Paul had posted an ad and uh, cited his like influences. And I was like, oh, this, this person sounds cool. So then I shot a and then that's how him and I got started uh, talking music and playing together. So a lot of the time people think that the, like us doing a bit, I think whenever one of us first tells that story, but it's true. We met on. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> this episode of not just a phase brought to you by Craigslist. So what's, what's the scene like in your guys' area? Is there a lot of punk bands and venues and all that good stuff? A lot of bands in general? or Yeah, uh, th- th- there's a, a kind of cool little um, pocket of like, I guess, what you could call post-hardcore. And it's just kind of a, a lot of bands that are doing stuff with like Numerality and uh, Sunday Drive records um, that are all from North Carolina. Um, and yeah, they, they all sound pretty different, but I, uh, you know, um, a couple bands like, or bands like Holy Figures and, uh, um, they, they put out a record on Numerality and, uh, No Longer at Ease and Sparing or on, uh, Sunday Drive. And, um, I think there are a couple others that just kind of fall into that pocket. And I think it's kind of cool that there's a, you know, that, that kind of thing is, uh, I can't get the words out, man. Uh, just that's kind of happening right now. Um, but I haven't been yeah. to like a ton of shows since COVID. Like I've been to maybe we've played a few and like, I've been to like one or two, I've been to like two or three. So it's hard to say what the scene is like now per se. Versus yeah, for like, sure. But I don't know about you, Grant. Um, I mean, for me, I think like my, my biggest take from it currently is that, you know, since COVID now we've had like those few more bands pop up, which is exciting. Um, like the ones Paul named like sparing and no longer at ease and holy figures. And, um, you know, it seems like, seems like there's a bit of a, a, like pop of new bands that came from covid time what band are you guys uh listening to a lot of right now or a band that you really love that you don't think is getting enough attention in any genre any scene uh, my, my favorite north carolina band that is newer is ends of sanity i think they they they, they their, their record came out on a numerality and and uh days as well it was a split release i believe um and they're pretty cool some pretty good friends are in that band um that's like my favorite like brand new band 
especially from North Carolina. Nice. What about yourself, Grant? Um, so it's not uh, not North Carolina, but um, the arrival note, um, which uh, I got to give give Paul credit for sending me that direction, but they put out their EP recently. Um, super awesome emo stuff. Um, yeah, been really, it's been constant repeat for me for the last, you know, since it dropped. Another Sunday Drive band too. Oh yeah, nice. I still haven't checked them out. I've been doing work and then all that other garbage that life takes up, you know. I don't get to do this show for money or a job so but uh let's get back to you guys who mixed and mastered your last album latest release here drip is all we know uh i'm pretty sure jeremy just mixed it right and then john mastered it john howard of uh where's he from gainesville florida casey jones fame am i right or am i screwing that up grant (laughs) That's that's right by my memory. Um, yeah, that's that's correct by my memory. What yeah. Was the, what was the Casey Jones reference? The band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to uh, play in Casey Jones. Oh, fantastic! Love that band. Yeah, they're cool. He's a great guy. Very nice, very nice. So, who did the artwork for this album? Oh, uh, that was Ridge Ridge Ryan from uh, Life's Question. He, he's great. He's done all of our stuff so far, pretty much, I think. No, 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 all of it. But he's done a couple things for us. Nice. He does a lot for a lot of people, a lot of bands. He's, he's really popping right now. Nice. Yeah, I really like the artwork. It's, it, uh, it looks the way you guys sound, if that makes any sense. It, like, matches aesthetic-wise, yeah. Does that make sense, or does that just sound ridiculous? That makes sense, right? That's the, that's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, we, def- say, we definitely idea, think yeah. about that, yeah. That's definitely something we put a lot of thought into is how it's the artwork fits the vibe and stuff. Yeah, I thought it was spot on. So you guys haven't released anything in two years now? Are you currently writing any new material? Yeah. Uh it's written. And uh It's written. It's it's written. That's exciting. It's uh it's it's like ha- we're like probably approaching the halfway point of um, finishing recording. We're about halfway through the record, I'd say. So big hopes that it comes out this year. <laughs> That's the plan. Yeah. That's the plan. We'll see. You know, things are unpredictable, but it should. It should come out this year. Okay. So I want to get into this uh, slight debate I've been having in my head. Do you guys consider yourself like an emo band or shoegaze or post-hardcore? I think what it, like, I'm curious because obviously it's slower jams, right? Are you guys stomping on a massive pedal board? Because to me, like shoegaze bands, I, I often think like there's so much effects on the guitar and everything's just like drenched in reverb and everything's entirely slow and not heavy. But you guys do the slow thing. You do get heavy. And I don't think you're over-drenched in, in uh, effects and reverb and such. So how many pedals are you stomping on? And where do you, where do you guys see yourself sonically? Like, uh, 
I don't know about you, Grant, but I, 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 if I had to give us a title, I would, I would, I would, if I was going to put us in a box, I'd say post hardcore for sure of the three things that you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I would, yeah, we fit in with that the, the, the most snugly I'd say, but, uh, I don't know how many, I only have Grant's the pedal man. Grant's the pedal man. I, I just, I just kind of support my guitar parts just kind of support his, uh, I don't have like a ton of pedals or anything, but, uh, Grant, you can give your take. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think I'm at like nine right now is what my, my board currently has. Um, but that's like including, that's including tuner and, um, Normally it would be eight, but I've got a noise gate that I'm borrowing from somebody on it. So that, you know, all that really does is, you know, take away some feedback and stuff. And then from that point, like half of them are just gain stages. So I don't think we tend to do like the crazy, like super like drenched in reverb thing too much. Um, I feel like if anything, like our, our thing is kind of just thick, distorted guitars. Um, but that's, that's definitely where like half of my, half of my signal chain lies is just in gain stages. Interesting. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to box you guys. Cause like, I'm like, I just wouldn't know what the, you know, I've, I've seen everything from shoegaze to like nineties emo post hardcore. And like, I feel like it's all that, but also like none of that. Cause you guys just are like, I don't know, just its own thing. But I guess that really brings me to my question. Like, what do you guys consider to be the most major musical influences on, on the sound of fake guys? Uh, Paul, I'll let you start that one. Okay. Uh, I think for people who listen to hum, it's definitely like, obviously hum. Uh, I mean, they're probably, you know, maybe my favorite band, maybe they're definitely in my top, like three or five favorite bands. And I think when the band started, it was very much like the mission statement to just, let's just do the best hum band we can do. Uh, And, you know, that was fun. I don't really think that's like our, like, focus so much anymore with like the new the new songs it's still kind of close but it's not we we, we kind of figured out or i like the way i kind of started because i tend to start the songs um I, I tend to start the writing process for each song for the most part and the way that i started writing kind of changed and the way i kind of took in influences kind of has changed since i wrote you know, since the writing of the, of the EP. Um, so for me, I hear a lot of the newer kind of influences and things that I've been listening to since then. And to me, it's not very hum, but it's still kind of hum. But basically people say, oh, you guys sound like hum. And I think, yeah, we kind of do. I don't know. <laughs> so is these new influences is the newer sound going to be heavier or are you still sticking to slow jams, slow, heavy jams? Is it, is it going to be relatively the same or is there a drastic change? What do you think? Grant? The, 
I guess that's the question. Is there a drastic change sonically for the newer material coming up? Um, I, th- I think that the newer songs we've written, I think definitely like still explore like both extremes of heavy and like spacey or ambient, but um, I think I like to think that they've done so like a little bit more cohesively in a way that even though it's, even though it's touching both those extremes quite a bit, it's still, I like to think is like kind of one unit and still feels a little bit more straightforward than the songs we've put out before. Very Maybe excited. easier to digest, hopefully. Very excited to be hearing it. Yeah. So shows are kind of back depending where you are. Um, have you guys played any shows this year or do you have any booked for the upcoming future? We've played what? Three? I think none of them were this year though. They were all last year, right? Oh yeah. 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 We played yeah, those one, two. Yeah. I think three shows since they've been back and we've got literally one show booked for like April. It's with modern color. Um, and then we've got like some tentative stuff kind of in the works for the summer maybe, but nothing really, <laughs> nothing, no, I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> Just all hopefuls and we'll sees kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, do we have any, am I forgetting something Grant? I think that's the only one we have booked. At least that's the only one we have booked to my knowledge as well. Right. Yeah. So. What band Sorry. You, it's all good. What band are you guys really hoping to play with? Like who would be that dream band you're sharing a stage with or a bill with? Like of all time? Yeah. Anybody. Active, inactive. I don't care. Get imaginative with it. Any band like ever? I would play with uh... Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> you think, you think <laughs> Grant's laughing? Do you think that would mesh well with with your guy's sound? Would Would he open for you, or would you open for him? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, Elvis is opening for us for sure. Yeah, for sure. Get the crowd all warmed up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself, Grant? Who would you love to share the stage with? Ah, uh, oh, man. Um, you know, if we're talking just like anything, realistic or unrealistic, then definitely just some big, like, major rock star shit, like. Nirvana. If we have a time machine, then, you know, that's, that's probably my choice. All right. That's the two strangest answers I've ever had for this question. Congrats. Uh, you guys hold the title belt for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I'm going to pick real bands, like real uh, options, I, I would really like to play with Fiddlehead. Um, and I would really like to play with uh, Narrowhead as well. Nice, nice. I haven't heard Narrowhead, but I don't know anyone who hasn't heard Fiddlehead. Mm-hmm. So those are good choices. Those are good choices. What else do I have? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna 
agree with with Paul's realistic options. <laughs> I'm 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 on the same page with those for sure. I mean, Elvis and Nirvana with fake eyes would be a wild set. Obviously, I think that would. Sell yeah, it's Elvis, Nirvana, fake eyes, um, Rolling Stones. Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I know you guys haven't played like a ton of shows together as a band, but do you have a favorite show or tour memory in general or favorite like live moment either with your band or something you saw live, just a favorite live moment. This is the the one question that when I read over it, I was like, I really don't know how I'm going to answer that one. Uh, I still don't know, to be honest. Paul, you got anything? I mean, I don't know. I, our first show was a lot of fun. I really liked our first show. For, to me, it was like the perfect first show, basically. It was, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was uh, um, Abuse of Power. We opened and then Abuse of Pla- Power played and uh, they were on tour with Wise at the time, I think. And then Search for Purpose played, which was a band that I used to play in as well. Uh, and it was just in this little place in Charlotte. Um, and it was a lot of fun. We played a Texas is the Reason song. We played three songs, including that song. And we probably had the longest set. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh yeah, we really haven't played a ton. We did like one, I mean, we've only done one real kind of tour and even that was short. We still haven't, we haven't done much. Oh, we did have, I forgot about when uh, we were doing that like little short run with, uh, with Riot Stairs and we had our pit stop at Disney World. That was fun. That was, that was, a, that was a lot of fun. It was a good day. Disney World's awesome. What happened at Disney World? Just a nice quick uh, check-in. Yeah, we we I mean we spent like the whole day there because we had an off day, and yeah, we just spent the entire day at Disney World. <laughs> it's magical.
Welcome back to Not Just a Phase. I think at this point we've already played another song. So listeners have probably just listened to a nice five-minute slow jam. They're all mellowed out. And we're back to the questions here with Grant and Paul from Fake Eyes. If you guys could see one band do a reunion show, who would it be and why? Hmm. What you got, Paul? You look like you're ready to say something. There's some band, like Fugazi is a band that I would love to see live, but I think uh, if they were to play, there would be no chance of the, uh, the, 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 the spirit of like what that band was about. Um, there's, no, there's no chance that they would really be present the way that it's necessary for it to be present for that band to be what they are. So uh, it kind of would probably end up being a letdown, although it would be sick to see their songs. So I don't know, maybe, maybe not them. In theory, but also in practice. I think that's a good so. choice. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good choice. Um, Jets to Brazil, maybe, too. I'd enjoy to see Yeah, that, that would be a good one. Um, so many, like, older bands are, like, back together that it makes that a harder question to answer. Like... Um, you know, like, um, you know, put out a record in 2020 and, and we actually saw them in what, 2015, Paul? Yeah, something like that. And, uh, and then one I'm super jealous of on your end is that you got to see my bloody Valentine. Oh yeah, that was uh, sweet. So that's like, that would be like a bucket list uh, show for me, but. That was great, yeah. Um, I guess like a one that's like broken up. It'd be cool to see uh, to see Sonic Youth. Um, I feel like that would be a fun band to see, but there's no way that band's ever getting back together. So, yes. crazier things have happened. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah, it see, seems like there was a lot of a lot of turmoil behind that one, though. But. Uh, fair enough. Well, uh, Paul, if you could do a guest vocal feature for any band, who would you uh, who would you like to collab with? Um, I think uh, is this another like it can be unrealistic. As long as it's not Elvis, yeah, it could be unrealistic. <laughs> I think a cool one, and some people might laugh at this, but I think a cool one would be uh, Gorillas because. I think they always have, you know, they're known for like their collaborations and uh, Damon really, uh, he's good at writing. I don't know if he writes the parts that, you know, the features or not, but the music that he puts together for, you know, uh, to have these features on just really, uh, I, I feel like he always captures the essence of the featured artist in a way that, is a little bit unique to how you typically listen to them. So I feel like if for some reason I were to do 
a feature on a gorilla song, it would probably be like kind of out of left field in a, the, the, the music would sound kind of out of left field in a really cool way. So you feel so like he, one. you feel like he casts his feature artists in like a different light than they're usually under. I mean, not always or not necessarily, but I just feel yeah. like he, like he has a really wide range of artists that he collabs with. And, uh, he always seems to make them work in a way that, that it, it seems like it shouldn't work. Are we talking about the same band, Gorillaz? They do like the animated game? Yeah, yeah. Okay, like Sunshine in a Bag and like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, is there another band named Gorillaz or is that what he's saying? Because that would be a very strange feature. Yeah, but I mean, he's had like any and everyone and, you know, tons of like rappers to like just like classic like pop artists and all these things and it just brings it kind of all together in a way that just like I said it kind of just shouldn't work but in my opinion it really does so not that I would ever do that but if I were to do it it would probably be pretty cool <laughs> I never thought of them in that way before it's that's interesting it makes sense now that you said it but I've just I never thought of it like that you know interesting especially nowadays on like the newer records there's even more features than written on the earlier records so maybe it's kind of a newer thing but i don't know i definitely haven't heard gorillas since whenever sunshine in a bag came out i'll be completely honest with you (laughs) (laughs) i haven't listened to them in time interesting so assuming none of you guys are pacifists if you could punch anyone in the face as hard as you can with no repercussions who would it be and why? I mean, I'm not going to say like Donald Trump because that's boring. Yeah, everyone wants to punch him in the face. It's like a moot point, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely have like multiple like former <laughs> bosses. Yes. yes. Oh, true. Um, you only get one shot, though. Like- a lot of them, a lot. So only one, only yeah. one. Okay, that's tough. Probably For Jamie sure. Lynn Spears. Who? Jamie Lynn Spears. Who's that? Britney Spears' sister. Oh my God! Why? <laughs> so that's who you want to <laughs> Yeah, she's being a real dickhead to her sister right now, and you know it'd take too long for me to <laughs> explain the backstory, but <laughs> Google it. She deserves it. <laughs> All right. Your right. entire family's not been good to her, but I didn't expect you to be a big Spears fan. Yeah, I mean, I'm only kind of just like, I'm here for the lore, you know? I'm here for the the, the drama. It's it's good stuff. Uh, yeah, fuck Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> wow. I did not see that one coming. Great. Did you narrow it down? I see the wheels are turning. Um, let's see. All right. I got, I mean, a lot of shitty, like former bosses that I feel like would be probably like the most satisfying. Um, but like, it would really be sick to go like as high up as possible and like really lay into like Elon Musk or something. That's a good call. Yeah, that's a way better answer. I should have like, said or, or or Bezos, like, yeah, you know, just ultimate, you know, 
Damn, my my answer's so petty compared to that. <laughs> <laughs> Grant's no, I mean punch. my my original. If I had gone with you know former bosses, that you know it felt too like small, you know, too small scale for such well, a hypothetical. It's, yeah. it's a personal punch. I mean, you're out here throwing throwing fists for the world, Grant, with Bezos and and Tusk and shit like that. Paul's out here just trying to punch out Spears' sister. <laughs> <laughs> Which is I mean, fantastic. she would probably be, you know, more physically affected by your punch than Elon Musk or Bezos would be by my punch. Can they so even you, feel things? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Are they human? You know? <laughs> All right. So it's it's been said that realize realize real lies. Can fake eyes also realize? Real lies? I think they, I think they fake, fake a lies. <laughs> if you guys ever wanted to become a rap group, you'd just change your album name to Drip is all we know. <laughs> <laughs> that joke's been made, dude. Has it? Has yeah. it? Shit. That's cool. Damn it's it. A good it's, a good it's, it's usually like upon buying merch. You know, they're like, got to get the drip, you know. Fuck. Every time I write some really shitty joke, I'm like, that's hilarious. Oh, Rob, you're so creative. Then I go and throw it out there and everyone's like, you're an idiot. Everyone says that. I'm like, damn it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I mean, the rap group aspect to the joke is a new element. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, it has so. to go with like drip is all we know. You know, that's the slang, right? I think so, yeah. 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 So if you guys weren't rappers, because you're not, I heard you guys made plush toys, and uh, I'm a huge fan of weird merch. Do you guys have any crazy plans for more unique merch coming up in the future? Uh, we we haven't talked about anything yet. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure something. The, the plushies kind of was just something that uh, fell into our lap. Uh, how? how does that fall into your lap how does a band even think to make plush toys as merch because like i don't know anyone who's done that so they were um they were drawn up by um paul who who drew who drew up the because it was a sticker originally yeah the drawing was done by renee who does a carrot cake zine friend of mine yeah and then i don't know if it if it was um if it was renee's idea or if it was nick's um because he he came to us with it um yeah so it was either it was either renee's idea or it was nick uh from new morality very interesting. Okay. So one of, one of my favorite questions I love asking, um, what do you guys listen to that could be considered a guilty pleasure, shameful or cringy to yourself or others? Assuming you're pretty shameless, what do you listen to that like people wouldn't expect that you listen to? Mm, I'm pretty open about everything that I listen to. Um, What's the weirdest? Uh, what's the weirdest bands in your musical library? I listen to a lot of Taylor Swift. Nice, thanks. Uh, 
yeah, I don't care. And I'm not afraid. I'm not ashamed of it, but no, you shouldn't be. Me, I think. But yeah, I you... think at this point, Taylor Swift's not a guilty pleasure anymore. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel, I feel like most people like her at this point. Um, yeah, is there anything like weird and obscure? I mean, pop stars are pretty common. Everyone, well, a lot of people listen to pop stars, right? Pop music and stuff. So you mean weird, like obscure? Yeah, just like something that uh, if you told Grant or anyone that you listen to, they'd be like, oh, you listen to that band? I had no idea. Something unexpected. I think one for me is probably like corn. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Uh, I didn't know you listened to corn. See, that's what I'm looking for. Those it's, answers. Yep. it's uh I mean it's not super often, but uh Mary, my my girlfriend and I, we definitely like to throw on some corn on like car drives together. Interesting. Um, something something about it. Yeah. I, I never got corn. I don't I don't know. I don't get them. Doesn't work for me. Same. Nothing against them. I'm sure they're they're great for what they do. It just it doesn't. I don't get it. Doesn't work for me. Oh, they're they're definitely, for lack of a better word, corny. Uh, Nice. (laughs) But I think it was like around the same time. Like I had an older cousin that was always like getting me into like. He was like always showing me stuff from like corn and limp biscuit and <laughs> shit like that. Um, and I feel like feel like corn's probably the only one that I can still listen to now and like go through certain songs and still like appreciate them. So what do you what do you think was your album of the year for twenty twenty one? Would you listen to a lot of? That's that's really tough. Um, what I'm here to do, I'm here to ask the tough questions. Yeah, I think uh, I really enjoyed that new Fiddlehead record, um, especially the the mix on it. To me. I think it's just fucking incredible. The the drums on it especially sound so amazing. Yeah, the whole thing's really polished. Yeah, it's an absolute work of art. Paul, what do you think was your album of the year for 2021? I actually was just asked this for another thing. And the real answer is um, uh, the Olivia Rodrigo record. Was the one I listened to uh, the most. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're not kidding. Yeah, okay. Right on. No, I'm serious. I listened to okay. it a lot. Um, that, That's that, your album of the year? By far, that was the one I listened to the most. But okay. yeah. like, if I was going to pick something that I, I would benefit at all from me like talking about it, <laughs> it would be uh, the Leaving Time EP. I think it's self-titled. I listened to that a bunch. And, uh, oh yeah, 
yeah, that was like the thing I picked, like the more like indie thing that I picked. Very cool. I so, mean, that Olivia Rodrigo record goes in for sure. <laughs> but that, that is my real favorite one. I it's really good. Anything, I haven't heard anything single. I, it's I just an heard. awesome pop record, you know. It's just so I've heard. Yeah. So I've heard. So if you guys could give the world a gift, what would it be and why? Doesn't have to be like a material possession, just I would erase everybody's debt for everything. Thank Student you. loan, credit card, all that shit. That'd be nice. It's very selfless and thoughtful. I mean, it's it's also self-serving for me. You know, I've, well, of I've course, definitely everyone, got my debts too. But Everybody's got some debt to a degree. Like, I don't know anyone who's not in a little bit of debt. <laughs> something and someone at some point, right? Right, right. Paul's pretty good with his finances. He's like, he's like got, you know, he's like big about like keeping his savings account moving up and shit. Paul's a proper adult. Good for you, mm-hmm. Paul. That's awesome, man. Thanks. Yeah, I was, uh, I blew up my financial credits way before your age. So that's fantastic. <laughs> I think most people do as well, to be honest. Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely in that in that majority for sure. Oh yeah, the majority of people, a credit card, college, some bullshit, right? Right. Paul, Paul, what gift would you give to the world now that the whole world is debt free? I'd give everybody. I'd take. I'd add up all the money that exists in the world. I would multiply it by. Uh, one million and then I would divide it evenly among every person <laughs> oh, so now everyone's debt free and on the same playing field yeah 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 I wonder... start fresh forget everything from before that's it we'll start fresh okay I feel like that would probably like that would likely like at least pretty much put an end to like homelessness is like a secondary effect of both those things I, I would imagine too so that's that's a pretty cool like counter effect or not counter fantastic but. yeah end result kind of idea yeah yeah I, mean, I didn't think that far ahead I just kind of <laughs> we're getting into specifics over here <laughs> yeah I'm just I'm just thinking about the aftermath you know it sounds pretty awesome so I guess we already kind of touched on it. I was going to ask what's new for the band coming up this year. We got one show in the books for sure, a couple other maybes, and a hopeful record on the way. Is there anything else really cool coming down the pipeline that you guys can think of? The record. I guess that's all we... Yeah. Oh, sorry. You, no, you go, Paul. No, I was going to say the record's the, the main thing that we're focus on right now and it'll definitely be out um i think i i want to say it'll definitely be out this year presumably still through numerality no actually uh i was about to say like we can't say too much yet i guess about it but that's fine 
say that it's not going to be with Dream Rally. <laughs> no, uh, we yeah, we yeah, still have a great relationship and friendship with Nick. It's not like <laughs> there's no beef. <laughs> oh no, I expected as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the yeah the 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 way we're going, it, it just hasn't been uh, completely finalized yet. So I guess we can't really say. It. But no, of course not. No, we, we do know who we're doing it with. That is yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. We got to figure out the the details still. It's exciting. So what's the next big goal or accomplishment? Like, what do you guys want to accomplish with Fake Eyes as a band? Is there a certain stage you want to play on? A certain band you want to tour with? Some like, I don't know, get a platinum selling album. Not that it really happens in these types of music genres, but you get the idea. Some sort of band goal that you guys would like to achieve in your career. I would just like to do at least one full U.S. tour. And if we could play Europe one time, do one European tour, I would be, I'd feel really good about that. And of course, come to Canada so I can see you guys. Right? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I want to hit Japan too. That's, that's, I've always wanted to like go play in Japan. I don't know. It just seems cool. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like they're pretty with it with like our kind of wave of music. Yeah, they got crazy music scenes for everything over there from what I've been told. Got yeah. Crazy, crazy indie scene, crazy emo scene, crazy bunch of hardcore and all sorts of extreme music genres and stuff. Well, you guys got any, uh, any last shout outs, plugs, any causes, anything you'd want to speak on, anything at all? Microphone's yours. Uh, fuck Jamie Lynn Spears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. A lot of a lot of cool new bands right now. Uh, Leaving time that Paul mentioned. North Carolina's got sparing. No longer at ease. Um, and just which one of my. Fr- yeah ends of sanity other ones that we mentioned earlier that i'm forgetting now but you know just to reiterate um i really like a lot of the stuff that's happening in long island or on long island right now too uh oh same <laughs> like standstill and uh koya and rule mall stuff like that long island the hub at the moment seems like all right well guys it's been an absolute pleasure thanks so much for coming on the show today it's been a blast i really appreciate it and i'm very much looking forward to hearing new stuff thanks for having us yeah thanks for having us
thousand empty spaces we could fill Could you bear with me a moment to go now? The cosmos in the void consumes me whole Searching for some